This is the Gordon Damer Show on 98.7 ESPN. This is the Gordon Damer Show. If your takeaway from Thursday night was anything really to do with Daniel Jones, if that's your primary takeaway from that game, I I don't even know how to talk to you. If you don't think he can take you to where you want to go, don't pay him $40 million. Keep looking. You have to go on the road. No left tackle, no running back, no left guard, and find a way to win. And if you don't believe that, take your $40 million and invest it someplace else. (laughs) I mean, if he is able to win with no left tackle, a banged up offensive line, no Saquon Barkley and the weapons that he would be worth way more than $40 million. There are so many more fundamental things wrong with the Giants than the play of the quarterback. This is the Gordon Damer Show on 98.7 ESPN. Yeah, if Daniel Jones is able to win in that situation against the Niners with the, the, the situation he's faced, the banged up offensive line, no Saquon, the weapons, he's, he's not only worth more than $40 million, he is Superman. He has, he's writing on deadline at the Daily, is it the Daily Bugle or the Daily Planet? I think it's the Daily Planet. I, I don't know. I, I don't get it. I, I, I get that the quarterback is the focus of everything, but sometimes there are actually things outside of their control. And, and I'll tell you right now, whoever you, Patrick Mahomes, he would not have been able to succeed in that environment. He'd be, get me the hell out of here. Well, I'm running for my life. I'm throwing. Hard to believe we're not taking deep shots down the field to uh, Jalen Hyatt when I have like 0.6 seconds to throw a football. All right, 1-800-919-ESPN is the telephone number. One hour down. Two more to go. We've not touched on the Jets as of yet, but let's, let's remedy that right now because the Jets are playing the Patriots tomorrow. I know. It snuck up on everybody. Haven't heard much. Of, it's flown under the radar, right? And... Uh, let, yeah, let's let's be straight about it, right? Let's bottom line this. I did not freak out last week uh, and losing to the Cowboys because beating the Cowboys was always a pipe dream. Now, you were hoping maybe they could keep it close. They didn't. You would hope that the defense would come out and, 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 and keep you in the game and, and not give up a touchdown right away and, and not put you in an early hole. They didn't. You, would, you hoped that the coaching was going to be able to draw up a game plan to, to focus on the running game. They did not. And the quarterback was the quarterback. But again, last week, non-division game, non-conference game against a team that is way better than you are. I'm not going to say it, I'm going to excuse it, but it's understandable, right? This week, there are no more excuses. If the to, to me, the headline for tomorrow at MetLife is the Jets defense. The Jets defense, if they want to talk about being the 85 Bears and the 2,000 Ravens, go show it. 60 minutes, bad weather, Patriots offense. Patriots offense. Do you realize this year through two games, the Patriots have Two plays that have gone for more than 20 yards. Two. In two games. Not two each game. Two. One a game. That is not an explosive offense. In fact, I don't think it's a very good offense. Like the Cowboys, they have some some real playmakers. What are the Patriots? Kendrick Bourne? Juju Smith-Schuster? Mike Gusecki? Zeke Elliott? Like, 
if you guys don't show shut them down, I never want to hear from you again. Never. Last Chance Cafe, Sunday at MetLife. This is not a dynamic offense. And there's no reason why the Jets' defense does not come out and dominate tomorrow. They are the story of the game. And if they're not the story of the game, well, then the Jets' season's probably over. At 1-2, and two, all of a sudden, 1-5 and five is staring you right in the face. So for me, as I said on the, the, the ESPN New York Tonight Show, to me, Jets' defense tomorrow, go give 10 points. 10 points. That's it. That's all you're allowed to give up. 10 points. Because each point above 10 that you give up, it's like um, the price is right, the, the, the yodeler guy going up the hill. It, it's, the more you give up, each step is closer to him falling off the cliff. So 10 points. The Patriots are averaging 18 points in two games. If you're the 85 Bears or in the conversation, the 85 Bears are not giving up 18 points to the Patriots. This Patriots team. Now, the 85 Bears, they're, they're significantly older now. But still, you, you get the point. You're at home. You need this game. And, and just for pride, I know that the, the guys that are on the team, they've not lost 14 in a row. But still, a lot of the guys, every guy on this team that's been here more than a minute has lost to the Patriots and has been embarrassed by the Patriots. So let's bottom line. Who knows how long this season is going to go on? Again, you are staring one and five in the face. And to me, if you're the Jets and you don't want this season to just completely spiral out of control, you got to get to the the bare minimum is two and four. Get to the bye two and four, and then you'll know what you got. There should be some trades that are available, and then away you go. Playoffs at this point might be out. Meaningful games in December might have to be the goal, but you can't have another season of five wins. You just you just can't. You can't do it. So it's nice that the team has been active in showing their support for Zach Wilson. But let's be honest, just you and me. How much long do you think that's going to last? After one game against a team that they almost certainly weren't going to beat, you have Sauce Gardner uh, ending his Twitter, right? Like de- deleting his Twitter. Uh, you got um, the running back tweeting out that he only got four car- Like It's like we said last week. It's all well and good to say you have a plan, but then when you got to put the plan in action and there's real adversity and it feels hopeless, it can spiral out, spiral out of control very quickly. So how much longer do you think that that's... How long do you think it is until they're like, uh-oh, here we go again? I'm playing on a team that's not giving ourselves a chance every single week. What am I sacrificing for exactly? Like, there's the players' beliefs, and, but there's also the fan base. Uh, at some point, the fan base, and, and maybe a lot of the fan base is already at the point where they don't believe. So tomorrow is an absolute monumental game for the Jets. They have to go out there and beat the Patriots. They have to put this to bed. Enough's enough. Because they don't face the Patriots again until the last game of the season. And boy, oh boy, we could have a... Right now, you might not have hope, but there's, there's still hope, right? They've only played two games. By that point, it's gonna, there's, there's going to be a lot more things written in ink than in, in pencil. All right, let's go to the uh, phones. 1-800-919-ESPN is the telephone number. 1-800-919-3776. Let's go to uh, Dave is in New Milford. Dave, next up on the Gordon Damer Show. Hey, hey, Gordon, how are you today? I'm good, Dave. What's going on, man? 
Uh, you know, same old, same old with the Jets. I think tomorrow, you know, we could talk about Zach Wilson all day, but I'm going to talk about the defense. Um, last week, let's just be honest, they were terrible. Uh, the first week they looked awesome, but tomorrow's a big test. They uh, threw their better games last year against the Patriots. I saw uh, yesterday they had 12 sacks and only allowed one touchdown two games. But, you know, DJ Reed put his best at the beginning of the year. They want to be like the 85 Bears, the 2001 uh, Ravens. Tomorrow's a put-up or shut-up game for them, then. They need to hold the Patriots to 14 points or under, and they have to force turnovers. That's the one thing they didn't do last year against the Patriots. They didn't force any turnovers and put the offense in good situations. So this is a big test for them. They, I, I hope they're like the 85 Bears, the 01 Ravens, because then they at least got a chance of breaking the streak, not only against the Patriots, but to make the playoffs finally. You know, it's been too long. So I'm looking forward to watching this defense. I hope they put Mac Jones on the ground early and often. But let's just hope those refs don't throw the flag for just, you know, sneezing on them, if you know what I'm saying. Yeah, I, I hear you, Dave, and thanks for the phone call. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that, that is the headline for tomorrow. The defense has to go out there for all the talk, like enough talking a good game, go out there and actually play not just a good game. They're like – they're like the ace pitcher whose offense always kind of lets them down. Maybe you get one run of support. Well, that mean, if you get one run of support, that means you can't give up any. And that, that's what the Jets' defense, it's a tall task, but they're the ones who brought up the 85 Bears. You're the one who said your, your defense has a chance to rival the greatest defenses of all time. Well, if you want to be in that conversation, there's a lot of things you have to do, but it starts with Sunday. It starts with tomorrow. It starts against the Patriots. Go out there, and I'm not saying pitch a shutout. To me, 10 points. I don't even know if 14 points might be too much. I don't, I don't know how, much, how many points you're going to get out of the offense. I'd like to think you're going to get more than 14, that you're going to rely on the running game. The, the elements are certainly going to be in your, in your favor. But I, I, if you would have told me that Brees Hall was going to get four carries last week, I, I would have thought you were nuts, but here we are. One eight hundred nine one nine ESPN is the telephone number. Zoe is in Brooklyn. Zoe, go. What's up, Gordon? How are you? I'm good, Zoe. What's going on, man? Nothing much. Enjoying this beautiful weather today. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I hear you. So, so yeah, honestly, tomorrow is going to be making or break it for the Jets. It's. I, I'm not going to say we're going to make it to the playoffs. I'd love to. Don't get me wrong. It would be a good, you know, streak. I would say, but. Uh, their defense, fantastic. It didn't look great last week, but it's the Cowboys. You know, what are you going to do? We looked great against the Bills, for sure. Um, I would say we honestly shut out the Bills. We had a couple of good carries. Uh, super lucky uh, super lucky touchdown with Garrett Wilson. But, you know, tomorrow's really going to be make it or break it. I agree that, you know, Zach Wilson isn't all that great. Um, he just puts his head down and just, you know, as soon as the blitz comes towards him, puts his head down and just goes down. He's the, And I really like what you said about molding the quarterback like a piece of clay. You know, some pieces of clay are going to be bigger than others. For Zach Wilson, he has a great arm. He, you know, uh, he can run, but he, his game sense is just not there. So, you know, I'm really just relying on the defense tomorrow. Yeah, and I think that that has to be the way you look at it. And, so thanks for the phone call. Um, yeah, tomorrow's a big game for Zach tomorrow uh, to, as, as well because the support that he's gotten so far from his teammates is, is great, uh, and that's what you would expect. He, he's the quarterback. He, he's their ride or die. Uh, but support is fleeting, right? I mean, if they go out there tomorrow 
and he's the reason that they lose, that's going to – he can't do that. Uh, and what's odd to me about the Jets is, A, that they've still not added anyone at quarterback. But the bigger one is it seems like that they don't want – they want to add somebody because they have to, but they don't want to add someone who's going to compete with Zach. What? That is the most mind by You know how hard it is to find a quarterback in the NFL who's not going to compete with Zach Wilson? Who, who are these quarterbacks that are, are, are on an NFL team right now that you would say that guy can't compete against Zach Wilson? Who? There's a lot of backup quarterbacks who would walk in and immediately. What do you do? You tell them, well, we're bringing you in, but we, we don't want you to compete against this guy who, again, we're all saying, well, you know, if they could score 14 points tomorrow, that would be a great. He's not very good. Hopefully he will be better. But you should be looking to add the best quarterback you can. You owe it to the other guys on the team. You can't just throw away this season. You have to do something at the quarterback position if Zach Wilson continues to be a problem. Now, all right, maybe through a week, you can't go out there and make the best trade because other teams are not going to trade you and you're going to overpay. All right, fine. Two weeks, okay, fine. But it's getting to the point where you're going to have to add somebody because Zach Wilson, I think his longest streak, what did we figure out? I think the longest streak that he's played as a Jet is seven games. He gets hurt. He's been hurt both years. So... um, I think the way that they're approaching this is is all wrong, which really isn't that surprising because like Mush from uh, Bronx Tale, they have gotten everything wrong with the quarterback. Every step of the way, they've gotten it wrong. So if, if the Jets throw away this season by sticking with Zach Wilson, uh, that's on one guy, and it ain't on Robert Sala. Robert Sala's not the one that – he told the K-Show the other day, that's – what about the court? Well, that's, the, that's not my that's, – that's Joe's area. Robert, does, is it me or does Robert Sala sound a lot like Aaron Boone a lot of the time? It sounds like he's like answering for the mistakes of others. I don't know. Uh, 1-800-919-ESPN is the telephone number. Let's go up to uh, Brian is at Oceanside. Brian, what's going on? How's it going? Good morning. I just want to bring up two quick points. Uh, back in the draft, Bill Belichick, it is rumored that he intentionally uh, – traded up with the yep. Steelers so the Jets could not get Roger Jones. Mm-hmm. Okay, I think that was absolute genius by him. Because where was Will McDonald last week? A healthy scratch, which makes yep. no sense to me. Um, I think that, with keeping that in mind, there's giant payback to have tomorrow. They need to win this game. And with all these guys starting to get frustrated, you can tell Breach Hall's already frustrated. Garrett Wilson, like you said, deleted his Twitter. They're going to start getting frustrated. You got to remember these guys are professional athletes. It's a football team that was had high aspirations, and I think they should win this game tomorrow if they're a good football team. Um, I know Zach Zach has to play very well, but if, with Aaron Rodgers, my prediction was that they'd sweep the Patriots and have trouble with Miami and Buffalo. So with this team, they should still be able to steal one out from uh, New England tomorrow. Well, look, Brian, I, you're right. Uh, to, if you win tomorrow, and thanks for the phone call, it doesn't mean that you're going to the playoffs or anything. But this is where it has to start, right? Like, if you can't beat the Patriots at home, it's kind of hard. Like we, talk, we said with the Giants, if you can't beat the Seahawks at home, you're, you're all of a sudden going to be competitive against all these other teams. And, and I don't even think the goal can any longer be about the Jets making the playoffs. That might be a hope. But 
through three weeks of the season, I don't know that that is, is, is first and foremost. You have to take some, some baby steps. you got to walk before you can run. Now, maybe we get to the end of the season and they still are in the mix, but right now it's more crisis time. It's more like let's show you can be a functional team and beat some other functional teams. That's what the, 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 the Patriots are. They're, like, uh, they're a functional team. I don't think they're a great team. They're certainly not a star-laden team. They've got a good defense. Their coach will come up with something or other to, to kind of to stymie them. And the whole thing about Belichick in the draft, all you need to know, he just signed, uh, what was the guy, Will Greer away from the Bengals because the Bengals were going to have to rely. Like, he does little things like that. So, um, yeah, I'm sure he did intentionally do that in the draft so that the Jets wouldn't get their offensive linemen. Of course, it's, it's Belichick. So you got to go back tomorrow or go out tomorrow and, uh, and, and like, exercise the demons. Like, enough's enough. Let's bottom line. Because, again, if you get, for Zach Wilson and let's, Robert Sala, the next time you face the Patriots is the last week of the regular season. There might be some things that have already been decided by then for both of them. So, like, this is last chance cafe. Make sure you make it count. The defense, the coaching, the running game, the penalty, all that stuff. Go out there. It's almost like a scene in like a sports movie where we've, we're into the third act. It's time for the hero to finally stand up and make a stand against the bully. And Bill Belichick has been the bully. He has been the Jets' bully. It's time for the Jets to finally stand up. I, I realize that these guys haven't lost the 14 in a row, but they've all lost. And if they lose tomorrow, the season is spiraling. Now back to the Gordon Damer Show on 98.7 ESPN. The Yankees are rained out, right? Not really breaking anything earlier. Really can't come as much of a surprise. Look out the window. But we've been talking a lot about the, the football teams, the Giants we opened up with. We're talking about the Jets as they get ready for the Patriots tomorrow. 1-800-919-ESPN is the telephone number. Let's run uh, through some of these calls here. Bob is in Comac. Bob, go. Hey, Gordon, how are you? I'm good, Bob. What's up? Listen, explain to me why the Jets are from a combination of Boyle and Randall Cobb. I I am perplexed, stunned. I don't understand. If you watch the Buffalo game, the kid Wilson almost got decapitated on one play. You have an offensive line that really is – Right now, for lack of a better word, a sieve in pass protection. Why hasn't Douglas in two weeks done anything? Anything uh, I, where you can pick up a folds, something to give us some type of solace that we're one injury away from really another level of Armageddon, to tell you the truth. Well, Explain Bob, to it, me this. Yeah, I, I wish I could. Uh, thanks for the phone call. It kind of goes back to what I said. Like, they have gotten this wrong every step of the way, and it does feel like that they're just kind of flirting with disaster here because I think we, I think it was seven games. It's the most that Zach Wilson has ever played in a row. Now, part of that was the benching last year, but he's gotten hurt both seasons. And you, you mentioned it, bad offensive line, and all it takes is one hit. But it's kind of... Um, it's kind of par for the course. Everything that they have done at the quarterback position over the last couple of years has been wrong. They picked the wrong guy. They played him right away when it was clear he was not ready. They did not have a veteran backup. 
you'd also have to say they kind of created an environment where he could kind of feel entitled, right? If like one of the issues last year was he he gave off the sense to his teammates of being entitled, well, they kind of created that environment by playing him right away and not having a veteran, thinking it would magically change in year two, not having a, a, a backup this year, sticking with Zach Wilson. Every step of the way, they've gotten this wrong. And if it does turn out, that the Jets throw away this season by either A, sticking with Zach Wilson throughout and he hasn't shown any improvement, or B, he gets hurt and then you're down to Randall Cobb or Tim Boyle. That is on one person, and that person ain't Robert Sala. Let's go out to Tommy in Connecticut. Tommy, go. Gordo. Good morning, hey, buddy. What's going on? So, uh, I, I liked your uh, you know assessment of the Giant game. I, I never had any real expectation of beating San Francisco and, right. and there's obviously certain plays that you just understand you're, you're outmatched. But what I can't stand is being a knucklehead. And I don't know if you remember the exact play, but it, it drove me nuts. It was like late, late third quarter, early fourth. Uh, San Fran ran like a perimeter run. Mm-hmm. And I literally watched Kayvon Thibodeau walk after the play and then stand over Elijah Mitchell as he was trying to get up off the ground like he did anything. This, this, this guy, I, every red flag on him pre-draft is starting to come to fruition. Uh, yeah, Tommy, and thanks for the phone call. Um, it's not – for a guy who was taken – he was, what, fifth? I think he was fifth, right? He was fifth and Neil was seventh. For a guy who was taken fifth, you'd like to think that that guy is going to come in right away and just wreak havoc, and um, that's not been the case. Now, again, it's one year and three games, so you're not going to say bust as of yet, but you're right. The the knock on him was he has the talent to dominate but kind of disappears at times, and outside of the one sack that he's had, he's it's kind of hard to find him. No, absolutely. it's It's not been a great start to the year and if you're talking about the defense being this major problem he's a major part of that defense right he's supposed to be one of the foundational pieces on that defense and uh it's it's not been a good look not been a good look so far now back to the gordon damer show on 98.7 espn it's impossible i'm just getting warmed up full of hijinks and look i'm not your friend so i'm not your friend i'm your enemy and educational you sound like you're a moron it's what i learned on tiktok starring gordon damer Really, it's 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 starring the people who work on the show. I'm just like the host of it. The real stars are those who take part in what I learned on TikTok. Yes, it is that time. It's 10:30 Saturday, Gordon Damer show. So it is time for what I learned on TikTok this week. How it works? Well, you haven't heard it by now. I, as a 52-year-old man, spend way too much time on that TikTok app, but I learn interesting yet useless information. So, what we do? Give Harvey, give Joe a little airtime. I'll throw four pieces of information at them, three of which completely made up. One of which, though, is true. It sounds ridiculous, but it's true. And it is something that I've learned this week on TikTok. So, Joe, Harvey, I don't think that we've had a chance to uh, speak on the air as of yet. Guys, how are we doing this morning? All right? Doing okay. Joe, uh, Harvey, you all right there, pal? Uh Uh-oh. Harvey's no longer with us. All right, well, we'll start with you, Joe, then. Um... Here we go. 
You ready, Joe? You good to go? I'm as ready as I'll ever be. All right. You're not performing CPR on Harvey as we speak, right? No. All right. Even though I know how to do that, no, I'm not uh, doing that. Uh, I'll just leave it there. Much like Harvey, we'll just leave him there. All right, here we go. Number one. Zach Levine has never been on a team that has won four straight games since U- since leaving UCLA. Number two, Gilligan's Island was based on a true story. Number three, Suge Knight played in the NFL. Or number four, if you rub prunes on the soles of your feet, you will taste those prunes in roughly 30 minutes. So again, to recap for Joe and for the audience playing at home, Number one, Zach Levine has never been on a team that's won four straight games since leaving UCLA. Number two, Gilligan's Island was based on a true story. Number three, Suge Knight played in the NFL. Or number four, if you rub prunes on the soles of your feet, you will taste them in roughly 30 minutes. That's oddly specific, that last one. Mm. A lot that could of- mean it's really true, or it could mean that I just substituted something and made it false. That, Who knows? That is true. The Zach Levine one I find hilarious, mm-hmm. even though he has played on decent Chicago Bulls teams. Has he, though? I, I would say decent as okay. they've won more than four straight. All right. I'm going to go with – I'll lock in uh, the, the Zach Levine. Zach Levine. Is Harvey able to – is he able to push buttons? Lock it in? No? All right. Even without the locked in? No, it's wrong. It went for a very long time, uh, and it w- and I don't even know that it was necessarily the Bulls. I think it was he was playing with, um, like, an off-season team, and they won four in a row. It's not been a great string of success for Zach Levine in the NBA, like, on a team. So, no, that is incorrect. It took him eight years to win four in a row. And yet, some Nick fans still want him on the on the Knicks. Right? Yeah. Maybe that's a sign that uh, stray away from Zach Levine. Maybe, maybe. All right. So now you're down to three. Gilligan's Island, based on a true story. Suge Knight played in the NFL. Or number three. Now, if you rub prunes on the soles of your feet, you will taste the prunes in roughly 30 minutes. This Gilligan's Island one is intriguing, but it also sounds like the uh, infamous Mad Dog Russo. Is that a true story? Yes, which is one of my favorite things of all time in radio history. Right. Well, this week but, I think we found out why he might have thought that was a true story. Oh uh, well, yeah, and he's betting ten grand on uh, right on yep. the Buffaloes. Yep. Go to the Fighting Dion's, but right. I'm gonna go with the prunes. Just prunes, okay. That seems oddly specific. All right. And something that you either could have made up or is right on the money. Lock that one in. Lock it in. All right. Um, no, that's not true. I, I made that one up. Made that one up. Don't go rubbing prunes on the soul. Although, maybe Mad Dog will be doing that later this evening. You never know. You never know what's going on in that house. Um, all right, so now you're down to Gilligan's Island or Suge Knight. Give me Suge Knight. Lock that one in. Lock it in. Yes, that is correct. Suge Knight played. He was a, a replacement player. Uh, I guess it was in 87, right? That was the replacement year. He played for the Rams. Little yeah. known fact about Suge Knight. Usually other one, there's uh, some other facts about Suge that uh, are more notable. Let's put it that way. All right, so uh, good job, Joe. You got you weren't uh, 0 for 3 there, just uh, 1 for 1 for 3. Uh, Harvey, are you ready to go there, pal? You uh, through whatever is going on over there? Let's do it. All right, here we go, Harvey. Number 1. 
If you Google image search the number 2415490, it'll give you a list of photos of people sticking their heads in freezers. Number two, Jupiter is the largest planet in our solar system, but also the lightest. Number three, the band War had trouble booking gigs because of their name, which was the inspiration for their hit song, Why Can't We Be Friends? Or number four, the inventor of the shoe Crocs has survived a plane crash, a shipwreck, as well as an assassination attempt. Oh, my God. All right, so to recap again, if you Google image search the number 2415-4903, it'll give you a list of photos of people sticking their heads in freezers. Number two, Jupiter, largest planet in our solar system, but also the lightest. Number three, the band War had trouble booking gigs in their career uh, because of their name, which was the inspiration for their song, Why Can't We Be Friends? I think you know that one. And then number four, the inventor of the shoe Crocs survived a plane crash, a shipwreck, as well as an assassination attempt. All right, I'm gonna. Oh man, I'm gonna go with the planet. The planet, Jupiter. Yep. Well, uh, Jupiter is the largest. No, but it's not the lightest. It is not the lightest. It's the largest. It's wrong. That's wrong. Yeah, that's wrong. So uh, you're you're scratch that one off. So now you got three. Google image search the number heads and freezers. The band War. Why can't we be friends? And uh, number three now the inventor of Crocs. Plane crash, shipwreck, assassination attempt. There's no way. There's no way. So I'm going to go with War. On war, the band War. The band War. No, that's incorrect. I just God, they do sing the song, Why Can't We Be Friends? But uh, that was like late in their career. I don't think they had any problems. You, you know what? I'm not even going to ask you for the other ones. Just give me that 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 number thing on Google. The number thing. Yeah. Two, you lock one. that one in? Locked in. Yeah, that's uh, that is correct. Uh, go go check it out right now. Two four one five four nine zero three, and for some reason that gives you um, pictures of people sticking their heads in freezers. I'm not exactly sure why, but it does. Who knows? It's the algorithm, the Google algorithm. That's what it gives you, or is it the logarithm? I'm not sure. All right, guys. So now we'll uh, flip it for the last one here. You can team up on this one. Three truths, one lie. So we flip it. You're trying to find the truth in this one, and you can team up. All right, here we go. And and you can you can work it out like, uh, you know how like they do on Family Feud? Like they get together in a circle, and the, they're trying to steal. Number one, in 1924, a dog named Pep was sentenced to, sentenced to life without parole after being framed for killing the governor's cat. Number two, in the event that the moon landing had failed... NASA planned to end communication with the astronauts and just let the guys run out of oxygen and die. Number three, magnolia plants are so old, they are pollinated by beetles because the plants existed before bees. Or number four, Tom Cruise keeps a nail gun on set and uses it on anyone's cell phone that goes off during filming. So again, to recap, as you guys team up, huddle for the trying to make the steal. 1924, a dog named Pep was sentenced to life without parole after being framed for killing the governor's cat. Number two, in the event of the moon landing had failed, NASA planned to end communication and just let the oxygen, the oxygen run out on the astronauts and let them die. 
Number three, magnolia plants are so old they were they are pollinated by beetles because they existed before bees. Or number four, Tom Cruise keeps a nail gun on set and uses it on anyone's cell phone that goes off during filming. My God, I'm gonna. That's not that, that's not a good sign for people coming out of the huddle on uh, Family Feud. Like nobody, I don't think. With all the different variations of the show, I don't think anybody's ever came to the podium and went, oh, God. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with the dog, Pep. Dog, Pep. That's okay. what I'm going with. Joe, what are you going with, pal? Uh, lock arms with Harvey and jump off this cliff. Lock dog, dog, Pep. pep. Yep. You think that one's false? Yes. No, that's true. No, that is absolutely true. 1924. A poor dog got framed politicians you can't trust them if the cat ends up dead and they're blaming some that poor dog incorrect I wonder how many suspects they uh went to yeah i don't they, know poor uh, committed the dog so sad it's like the saddest thing i've ever heard some poor dog got thrown in prison for life without parole also what's parole for a dog he gets to go back out and kill some more cats you would, that's why they had to give him life without parole, because if he, if he got framed for it and then he got back out, you certainly, if I'm going to get thrown in jail anyway. Too dangerous. Exactly. All right, so now you're down to three. Uh, in the event of the moon landing, NASA planned to let the uh, end communication and have the men run out of oxygen. Magnolia plants are so old they uh, exist. They're pollinated by beetles because they existed before bees. Or Tom Cruise keeps a nail gun on set that, uh, and uses it on anyone's cell phone that goes off during filming. Well, I'm going with Tom Cruise here. Okay. You think that one's false? I think that one's false. Okay. I will not be following Harvey on this one because I think of all the things that Tom Cruise does, that's absolutely 1,000% true. So I'll go uh, Beatles and Magnolia Plants. Okay. Well, I'll tell you, one of you is correct. One of you is incorrect. And Harvey, congratulations. Yeah, Tom Cruise yeah. does not keep a nail gun on set, at least so far as we know. You never know what that yes, guy. Yes, sir. Uh, so that one is made up. But no, magnolia plants are so old they are pollinated by beetles because they existed before bees. Who even knew that there was a time before bees? Uh, and yeah, in the event the moon landing failed, boy, talk about pressure. Nash's, hello, NASA? NASA, are you there, NASA? They're not answering for some reason. Uh-oh. That's not a good sign. So there you go, my friends. That is what I learned this week on TikTok. And now because of the segment, you have learned it too. 1-800-919-ESPN is the telephone number. 1-800-919-3776. The more you know. Coming up, back to our hatred of uh, Zach Wilson. Or your hate. I don't hate him, but uh, I actually love him. He's fantastic for me. 1-800-919-ESPN is the telephone number. It's the Gordon Damer Show. It's 98.7 FM, ESPN New York. Plane crash, shipwreck, assassination attempt. Now back to the Gordon Damer Show on 98.7 ESPN. We still got a lot of stuff to do. We got to get to NFL picks. If you want to know what I'm doing this weekend, and then you can go the other way, we'll do that at 11 o'clock. We got to check in on receipts. The receipts that were printed before the NFL season, boy, a lot of those have already come back. Uh, like a check that has bounced. Those have been, I don't know that there's any receipts from before the season that are even left anymore. And we got the leftovers at 11.45, so we got a lot of stuff to do. 1-800-919-ESPN is the telephone number. Uh, before we go back to the phone, we're, we're talking about the Jets, right? And we're talking about the Patriots. they got to win this game, all the things that have to happen. If they don't win this game, 
they're kind of staring one and five in the face, right? Uh, it, it would not. It, it's this game or it's uh, the the Bronco game, which is in Denver, and the Broncos have not looked great so far either. They're they're zero uh, and two on the season. They they um, their defense has really been alarming. So, like for all the talk about the offense, maybe their defense is the bigger problem. I mean, they were getting lit up last week by Washington, so maybe that's the win that the the, the Jets get to get to two and four and then they get to the bye and they can take a little breath and, and maybe kind of put the, I, they're not out of it at two and four in the way that that it feels like they would be out of it at one and five. But if they do get to one and five, and this is going to be another year where they're going to have a, a very high, like if the jets were to pick say seventh in the NFL draft, well, that, then you're back in a top 10 pick. You're talking about trying to add another foundational piece to the squad if you're the Jets after this season and it goes so poorly that you have the seventh pick in the draft, you'd have to look at two main areas. Which one do we solve? Would you think it's more likely you take a quarterback there? Because it seems like it's going to be a very deep quarterback draft. Or do you add the left tackle or the offensive lineman, another offensive lineman to the mix? I think that given how this season is going, and where you're at, I think you would almost have to add the offensive lineman because you're locked into Rodgers for another year. He's coming back. Now, if he changes his mind, then, okay, maybe you go the other way. But if Joe Douglas is still the guy, do you after the last one he gave you, do you want him picking another quarterback? Which, if you're, if you're saying you're picking seventh, you're almost certainly not getting the first one. You're either getting, like, the third quarterback drafted or the first offensive lineman. I think with where the Jets are at, even though they do have – Still major questions long-term about quarterback. They're in a win-now kind of mode, and they would have to kind of make a win-now kind of move. And I think that they would have to go with the offensive lineman for sure. All right, let's go back to the phones. 1-800-919-ESPN is the telephone number. 1-800-919-3776. Scotty G is on Long Island. Scotty, what's going on? Hey, Gordon. Thanks for taking my call. Um, I've been a Jet fan since the Shea Stadium days, so I'm just going to quote Joe Beningo. Oh, the pain. It's... this is the first off season. I was very excited, but why I wasn't excited, Gordon, is because Joe Douglas, Joe Douglas, did not address the offensive line. It's no surprise that Aaron Rodgers got hurt. It was when he was going to get hurt, and they didn't address the backup quarterback. So every Jet fan's concern was if Rodgers gets hurt, we're back to where we were last year. And Gordon, where are we? Back to where we were last year. So my blame, and you tell me if I'm right, is Joe Douglas. Joe Douglas never should have put Sala as a coach. You had Peterson out there. They could have got Mike McCarthy. You know, you go back to Adam Gaze, the coach with no experience. Look what Sean Payton is doing uh, right now. So, to me, everything's going back to Joe Douglas. I do not want him, if we flounder this year and we are what we think we're going to be, I don't think Joe Douglas should be picking the next draft, although he picked Wilson and sauce and some of these key pieces this year was supposed to be our year he didn't address the big pieces what do you think well look scotty a couple things and thanks for the phone call he didn't bring in gase gase brought in him so that's that's one there um you can certainly blame him if you if you don't like uh, robert sala uh, you can certainly blame him for that and in terms of the big pieces you're right uh, he he blew the second pick in the draft and and why you find yourself in the position you find yourself in now, a lot of it ties in to that decision to take 
Zach Wilson, that being your guy. You, you moved off of, of Darnold. I was with that at the time. Um, it, it, and by doing so and, and picking Zach Wilson, Joe Douglas has put in motion a series of events for why the Jets are where they are now, right? The fact that you have uh, Aaron Rodgers, you had to go out and do that was because of, of Zach Wilson. The reason why last year turned out to be a disaster was because of the quarterback situation. So, yeah, that's definitely on Joe Douglas. And the offensive line being a mess, that, that is also on Joe Douglas. He, is, he has tried to they've, – they've definitely spent – it's not like they've ignored it. They've spent resources, draft picks, money trying to fix that problem, and it's not fixed. So uh, those are two big ones. Now, does he have – it seems like for a lot of people, it's, it's a choice between Robert Sala and Joe Douglas. So clearly you're going to go – Joe Douglas has actual things that he can point to as successes in the draft, right? Picking Sauce and picking Garrett Wilson and, and Brees Aldis and players you like that he picked in the draft. To me, it's more of if one goes, both go. I'm not, I'm not going down this road again where I, 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 keep the, I get rid of the coach and we, pick, we keep the GM and he picks another coach. We're not going down that road. So I think law, probably what will end up happening after this year is that everybody probably will get a pass. But that depends on winning some games. You can't win four games and everybody gets a pass. Sorry. Not after, not after the, the last few years. You, ha- you have to show me that at least it not fall off the table like it has uh, some of the previous years. Let's go out to uh, Sean is in Bayonne. Sean, what's going on, my man? Hey, Gordon. I've been a lifelong Eagles fan. I watched almost every game, every play for the last 20 years. Mm-hmm. And... I think the Eagles are way overrated. They've got, first of all, a new defensive coordinator who I don't think is it. I don't think he's the guy to run a defense in okay. Philadelphia. And they've got guys off the street playing linebacker, guys off the street playing in safety. And, yeah, just uh, that, that part of the – that side of the football, I think they're going to struggle because they're going to have to – put up a huge amount of points. You saw Mac Jones put up th- over 300. You saw um, the other guy, uh, Cousins, put up 365 passing yards. This secondary, it's only going to get worse for him. So I even highly believe that Washington, if they get the right quarterback play, could be could come second in the division, and the Eagles could be in danger of missing the playoffs. All right. Well, look, that, that sounds like a receipt, Sean. So, uh, Sean and Bayonne. Let's put down Sean and Bayonne uh, for Eagles miss the playoffs. Uh, I, I would not go that far so far uh, right now. I mean, they are 2-0. Uh, now, I, I think that Jalen Hurts has not exactly looked that impressive so far, and that was a guy that a lot of people thought that uh, – I know our, our, our Joe Leo has a receipt of, of a Jalen Hurts winning the MVP. That one looks like it's in a little bit of trouble right now, but it's early. But let's put down Sean and Bayonne. Eagles miss the playoffs this year. And receipts will do that uh, 1130. If you have an NFL hot take that you want to be on the record, on the radio, predicting ahead of time. Don't come to me later and say, oh, I knew this was going to happen. Receipts, we do that at 1130. 1-800-919-ESPN is the telephone number. Can I squeeze in Richard? Oh, no, that's Richard in Manhattan. We won't squeeze it. Richard does not squeeze in. Uh, he, take, he, he needs a little wide berth. So we'll get to Richard. God, we'll get to Jose. We'll get wrong. to the other calls coming up. It is the Gordon Damer Show. 1-800-919-ESPN, the telephone number. Final hour straight ahead right here. 98.7 FM, ESPN, New York.
Also, what's parole for a dog?